been out and about facing today and such this morning? Yes, I, I had to because of, um, we don't have electricity, so I've been using um, battery tools uh, and there's been a, some confusion as to, <laughs> like there's uh, differences of opinions on whether the disconnect should go to the meter box or rather the ground should go to the meter box or to the disconnect. And and two inspectors, one passed, one failed, and then I, then it's, now it's gotten passed again after it's been changed. And the guy who passed me said it didn't need to be changed. And I said, yeah, I've got to get on the same page in your office, but thank you. I'm, I'm glad to know finally I'm going to have electric after a week of bureaucratic yeah. shenanigans. That's pretty And common. I said, I said to the man, I said, you know, every profession, every calling in life has a Hippocratic oath. And you know what ours is, bro? When we're together talking, it's to make sure that my clients, Walter and Leck, are safe. And so I'm really yeah. grateful that you come out here yeah. and that we perseverate yeah. on what yeah. is safe and picked his brain on future stuff. And I just thought how, I said, is that a mission statement, you know, in your office? Like, if that could be put front and center, <laughs> if that could be put front and center, then like, I don't want a power dynamic with you. Like, you don't scare right. me at all. And I don't want to scare you at all. Like, I, we're just here to make sure that things are safe and well built for human beings so they don't get hurt. And it really is that simple. And then we can take out all these dynamics that I feel running around in the atmosphere sometimes. And, yeah. and I said, I need to take yeah. care of those little, those dynamics in my own heart too. And he said, that sounds pretty good. That's solid. And uh, it was just, a, Oh, that's wonderful. It, it sounds solid. <laughs> and this was not the head guy, Chuck. And um, this was one of the, uh -huh. the head guy actually came out and he kind of looked like he wanted, um, he wanted war in some kind of way, you know? So, so I, 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 I thought, well, I thought, well, this inspector wants wants to kind of feels that way. So maybe if I I said I said well thank you for pointing out that now we have to change the ground from the meter box to the disconnect, which is the first line of defense because that's the the homeowner can open up that box. And thank you for all those descriptions. And then yes. and then uh, I said well I've got three inspections coming down the road. Can I pick your brain and can you just you know. Teach okay. me, and so he we and finally he felt massaged from whatever yeah. hell of a morning, <laughs> and then he just went off, uh, and so some of it I knew, uh, and I just became a student and in that moment and just listened, and so that was the end of it. But boy, afterwards, how I, I was very frustrated. It took 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 me a while to let it go, even though in the moment I I put on a pretty good act. Yeah. <laughs> Good so for you. A, yeah, that's. So nice. I mentioned that story just in lieu of our podcast. Actually, I'm, I'm, I, I, I do feel that that is that I just put something of what we talk about into practice, and it was pretty artificial. Um, but uh -huh. um, you know, nonetheless. I mean, look what makes it artificial. Like you, you say the things that corner you into the position to live the life that you'd like to live, and. <laughs> I think you know and what I mean by that. I think you do know what I, I do. Mean by that. I do sort of, yeah. But at the same time, I, I do, and I take, yes. um, you know, some umbrage at uh, you and I 
for <laughs> for framing it that way, even though I didn't say it aloud. I do think that way. But also, like, what what on earth else am I capable of? But sort oh, of I like like naming it precisely for what it is from my side, which is there was something I actively put into place as opposed to what occurs after doing that for many years, where it's one's natural proclivity to do that, which is in accord with my salvation uh -huh. and with the salvation of others and the, the goodness of the day and the goodness of what is to come in eternity. So I, I feel yeah. that it all it's has... Hard, it's hard, though, because I don't... Um, I find that when that happens... Uh, if it's happening, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you be careful. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. There's a tendency not to notice it. Like I don't, I don't get the, you don't get the same enjoyment or something. Uh, you know, it's like, well, by the time that's what you do, it's like, of course, that's what you would do. Um, and this, and there's a tendency mm. to feel like, well, of course, mm. what on earth else would mm. I do? Mm. But that by the time you get there, um, but, but what you have is a victory because you had to, I think it's when you push against the momentum of baser thoughts that you, um, you know, I think you and I talked about this uh, offline, maybe one of the recent times we talked about uh, life trajectories, right? Like to keep trajectory, it's one thing to have achieved a state where you naturally want to sit at the feet of everyone you meet. Um, but, but once you're there, that, you know, then you're there like, well, okay, now how do I achieve trajectory? It's these, it's these shenanigans of yours, Kevin. This is so, this is how you achieve trajectory. You actually just unwittingly zeroed in on what it was I wanted to talk to you about today, and I think it's a really prickly, uh -oh. difficult. Am I in trouble? Yo, most definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm reading, as you know, the main the main thing that I read is 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 well the Gospels and then and then the Saint John of the Cross, the works of Saint John of the yes. Cross. That's been, that's sort yes. of what I'm in these days a lot. And because basically okay. his work seemed to be a mystical commentary on both the Old and New Testament, and he puts it out in a kind of yeah. long rim, step by step kind of way. And I'm at the point where he's talking about the purification of excessive attachment and, and joy in spiritual practice. So he's gone through the senses and he's gone through food and diet and et cetera. And now he's getting into the active night of the spiritual senses versus uh, the passive nights in which we don't have to get, but he gets into, it's, it's quite structured. Uh, and so one of the things he talks the, about- The form, the sort of famous long dark night of the soul. Well, uh, and the spiritual canticle, the dark night of the soul actually is a, is a very short poem of I think only eight to 10 verses. And then he writes an entire, the um, path based on that. And then he also has a long, that's, so that's a short pithy work, but then he has his spiritual canticle, which is much longer. And then that's also, and the ascent of Mount Carmel, he has these major works that are reflections upon his poetry. And his poetry kind of has uh -huh. a Sufi, Cordova, you know, Islam meets Christianity meets, meets Judaism kind of feeling, but then his uh, commentary feels very much in the way of the gospels informed by the old testament okay. so but anyway he's he's, cool. he's sitting there talking about attachment to the joy we have in our spiritual practices and how mm -hmm. that then actually um how that and he and it's it's weird it's easy to take the the, the language as if it's sort of harsh and medieval but he's he's brutal about 
um, you're like, but wait a minute, now, now it's happening naturally and you're not aware of it. And then you're, you're, you're uh-huh. not taking joy in it. But there's a, there's a way in which he's implying that detachment from the will that wants to mm-hmm. feel the joy allows for a larger capacity of spirit and a deeper joy. So it's always, to me, careful, because okay. if he's taken out of context, it could seem like he's all put a hair shirt on and hurt your body, which he's not right. suggesting. Um, St. John of the Cross is different from many of his contemporaries in those parts, and that he does not suggest that you should harm the body at all, very much like in the Buddhist yeah. tradition. So anyhow, he gets he gets deep into this... Um, po- again, poverty of spirit or n- n- nakedness of spirit, this kind of meekness of heart, however you want to put it, that allows uh, for uh, to not be caught in what he calls lesser joys, um, um, but to you know recognize them fine and then make sure not to 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 bind one's heart to them. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How we recognize lesser joys? It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you um, unwittingly have come across a topic that I wanted to bring up today amidst. <laughs> so there. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is that I'm supposed to talk to like you know one and a quarter friends or something tonight about the eight worldly thoughts. Um, oh, wonderful. And um, yeah, yeah. Which um, oh my favorite. I'm rusty, you know, uh, uh, I, I'm not to put you on the spot, but like, um, what do we got? Right. Praise and blame when loss and gain praise and blame. Oh, that's handy. Right. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Right. You, you, uh, rap, rapitated this once <laughs> praise and game yeah. loss and ga- yeah. <laughs> you um, rapitated yeah, it. Totally. Yeah. You sink. Yeah. I have these things <laughs> saying this in a song, a song upon a time. Um, <laughs> Yes, yeah, how do, you don't do all eight in the verse, I right? don't, I don't, um, because they no. seem to, for me, catch the die alone and the, the fact oh, it's that... it's such a beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can you help um, me? What are the eight worldly thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had I had to double check. Uh, uh, I, mean, I certainly had to look it up. Um, being happy when you're uh, praised, so being sad when you're blamed. and That do, is on the list, and I don't know... Um, you know, I don't want to say the order matters or doesn't matter. Um, but uh, the order I happen to have it in is being happy uh, when you get something and being unhappy when you don't, being happy when you feel good, being unhappy when you don't, being happy when you become uh, n- known well or or maybe known as well yeah i'm not when sure you're, when you're known and happy um, when you're and unhappy when you're not known <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah uh yeah and then um being happy when someone says nice stuff about you yeah um and being unhappy when they don't um and and these are tough if it's a problem to feel happy about those things especially like to feel happy about feeling good or not and i you know, I thought of you as I was reviewing these, certainly, that there's something about, there is something very appealing about not being riled. But from what? Like not mm. being riled because of external circumstances. Mm. And external circumstances maybe could include my physical body. Mm. That would be, mm. that would make sense mm. to me. Mm. Mm. Um, but 
Sorry, I had a big sound on your end. I'm gonna have to cut, and then I'm gonna try and get back to where I was cutting out. Oh boy! And before, okay, are you with me? I'm with you, bro. Okay. Okay. So, so what I envision, okay, when I when I think about what it would be to transcend these sorts of ups and downs, uh, when I, what I envision when I, when I hear what you, the recommendations of St. John of the Cross is an imperturbability that I hope, as you said, is, is standing inside of, of, some sort of pleasant feeling, right? Could, is it just, is it a higher joy? Like, how do I find and maintain, you know, when it says to being, letting go of being happy about feeling good, uh, you know, maybe I can be, I'm running the risk of being too literal here. Maybe it just means the body. I don't know. But of course I want to feel good. And my fear about my, my own spiritual pursuits is that uh, I could either make the mistake, okay, two mistakes that I fear, which is one of living a spiritual life, which is a sham because it's focused on this life and not something beyond this life. Or the converse fear, which is failing to appreciate this fleeting life for all that it is here to offer me because I spend my time uh, fantasizing about what is beyond. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. It's well put, well framed. And I... I feel like when we're teaching something as sensitive and deep as advanced as the eight worldly thoughts, which nonetheless come at the beginning of the long rim and the first path, which is renunciation, as you know, it, I feel it has to be, I feel that an adverb needs to be um, added to all those phrases uh, because those phrases need to be experienced by the practitioner they are words until they can be experienced though by the person i think but i i like the phrase inordinately so i've done tried to do this good do good thing with this inspector and then i kind of perhaps like a bee at a flower drink too long from the nectar of my own good action and it begins to put up a barrier to the holy spirit or to clear mind to a kind of clear uh -huh. reflection so that so that I, I feel like it's more of a oh how wonderful that I was able to fight my tendency to get defensive and feel scared with the yeah. inspector and to speak this stuff maybe it didn't even go over as, as well as I thought it did or maybe it but I do feel a certain ease from that from that exchange and then offering it to God or to my guru 
and then allowing for the next moment of love to be, it seems that it's like a sweeping clean of the heart rather than a negation. It's it's not a, it's a sort of an, uh, an absorption and then a sweeping clean of the heart and an offering that then just allows for, I think, deeper forms of detachment that are not um, poisoned by indifference that there's a profound lightness of being that is not poisoned by one of your fears, which is you had your mind so much on heaven that you do, you forgot about the people before you and understanding that they're your means to heaven. Oh, you made a big yeah. boo-boo. You, 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 you didn't toggle between these two realities and, and sweat. <laughs> you know, uh, So I guess yeah. that's what, yeah. And, and of course they really, I don't, I don't have to die to get to heaven, do I? I I don't know. I think we have to die to the false self. I think we have yeah. to die to ignorance. <laughs> and as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I was, uh, yeah, I was afraid or and or hoping you would say which that. may be, um, which may be, in fact, in Christianity, which is which is for me not quite as from my totally ignorant perspective. Um, that, that, that indeed we have to actually shed the body to be able to fully engage in a life with Trinitarian beatitude in bliss and in, in, in total enlightenment that there ha- that, yeah. that it cannot happen while in a physical body. And that is Christian doctrine, but I, there's people who push back against and I, and yeah. I think the Buddhist doctrine because of its understanding of emptiness goes a little bit deeper and more subtle in that way, at least verbally. Well, and there's plenty of Buddhist doctrine that also makes that Isn't same there, suggestion. It does seem and to then, be come up in human among humans. And then a subtle Buddhist doctrine that you find that's, that that doesn't. If you read between the lines, that suggests that maybe, or you know, in the secret teachings, yes. right? Um, that suggests that somehow maybe you could be ostensibly in this body. Um, <laughs> and 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 yet not that from the outside it would still look to others like this body yes but for you it would be experienced as something very different and um and i it appeals to me and then i and i ask oh well that's nice ben and that's and that's encouraging that perhaps you are sensing the possibility of not having to wait and that you could there's a this world that you can live in called heaven, a quote, this unquote world that could be heaven, though what you mean when you say this, you have to be careful yeah, of. Yeah, but yeah, Ben, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you do today to enact that experience? <laughs> now that you've <laughs> realized that such a thing is yeah. possible, did it motivate you into action? Or did that allow you to sit back and more fully enjoy your cup of coffee because you know your coffee exists in a, quote, this, unquote, world? But equivocation around the thisness um, of the world in which this cup of coffee exists in um, is a is a great danger when I'm admitting to myself that there are things to be enjoyed in this world. Does that mean I'm enjoying them in a way that is sustainable Um, or in a way that 
is imperturbable. And I don't, the second I use that word, oh. I don't have to think about yeah. it. You know, it's, it's perturbed. <laughs> it's, it's perturbing. It's in a, in a state of ever perturbment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, turbulence. Um, <laughs> turbulence. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, right, right. Sure, <laughs> I have I have passed from the turbulence <laughs> of my youth into the turbulence of my middle age. I I fear. Um, <laughs> um, and it's a it's just a, harder to see from the outside. Yeah, but is ever present. Yes, and a kind of a, a sort of a dreadful awe comes over me a little bit when we talk about this because this yeah. seems to be yeah. you know you're talking about striking a balance that seems so beyond my capacity uh, to, do, to, yeah. to, to do really and and I do think a, a soul a human being can start to catch a whiff of something of the joy maybe that's available yes. when we when we just watch the sorrows and joys with a wink and with a little less grippy, uh -huh. a little less yes. reified, yes. and just kind of, because as, as, as our teacher would say, it's hard and concrete, my man, when the sorrow arrives. But gosh, yes. so much wiggle room in the response. And, and you know, okay, now right. I'm suffering, now I'm happy. And if we get, if I'm, I, you know, like I got, I've, I've got my third vehicle in my life, my third truck, and I'm hoping it's like, but oh, the thrill of getting the truck, you know, and the, the excessiveness of uh -huh. the thrill, uh, you know, within <laughs> know. a week, it's hard. Yeah, and there's just a funny yeah. little rush. And I, I noticed I bought some new power, to, uh, some, some battery, battery tools, and I bought it and <laughs> it was just to do, and I didn't have that that rush, that chemical rush almost that comes, it just didn't come up. Now that wasn't because I was trying to practice something in the moment, but there was a natural arising of a, of a relationship to something where in the past I would have had at least a good hour, two, three, eight, a day, a week, a jolt of, oh yeah, I got this new thing. Now I don't know whether that's good or bad, but that's just simply what happened. So I'm not, I didn't even put a qualitative, but I did think, well, maybe that is a, maybe that was engaging in a, a good form of detachment. And then I had the thought, which Ben Kramer had about 25 minutes ago, which was, yeah, but you just did it. You didn't even do it with any awareness, but how wonderful to like overcome that and like have a, <laughs> like, I was like, I kind of related yeah. with that. Like you made an effort and you're, you're calling it artificial. Yeah, but you did it, bro. Like what, I mean. Right. You know, so um, I kind of, right. I, 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 well, that's right. As I think we were taught early on, mm -hmm. uh, not yelling back is only impressive when you're pissed off. <laughs> but it's also impressive to not get pissed off at a point when it's you want, it's a and, miracle. And, and it's a, yeah. You know, St. Teresa of Lisieux is like, yeah, it's one thing to like, you know, if, if your dad's a doctor. You know, it's like, uh, oh, I, I don't know if it relates, but there was a pothole and there's one story where the her father, the doctor, you know, points out the pothole before she falls in it. And then, and then you know, there's dad, the doctor, she falls in the pothole and she, he's able to set, set the limb. And she's like, it's far better to just avoid the pothole. 
Um, it, it, you know, yes. I gave him the, you know, to the good, good deed of fixing my, but you know, it would have really nice to not have that broken leg. So it's like, it kind of relates to the, you know, uh, although there's a second party and then yeah. he's like, you know, like right. how much cooler is sure. it to just like buy a bunch of new shit and just be thinking about what it can do. You're not, you're just thinking them, you're not kind of I, making an idol of these things or getting off on it in a kind of honestly right. juvenile sophomore in- way. Right. I think, I think that's right. I think that, and that what part of what's sophomoric also about like to reach for joy that you are familiar with to reach for joy as you understand it is, is very limiting. And, and what you get whispers of, I, I hope, um, what you can get whispers of in this imperturbability is a sort of joy, but it's an unexpected one. It's not like unexpected joy. Yeah, always, it's not the same no, as not, the you know the table across the way from you bought you, you dessert or something. <laughs> um, it although it may you know it, I I, can't, I shouldn't even say that it's not. I mean maybe I should be I I should be caught. I was going to push back against that to predict anything about that. <laughs> I should be cautious to predict anything (laughs) about that. Maybe it will be, there are ways in which it will be like that. And there are ways in which it will leave your fingers less sticky or not. Maybe your fingers (laughs) will be very sticky. You did. I'd like to go back to what you just impressed upon because you were talking about the limits of way one. So uh, perceives joy. And then you reminded me like, where would you, you, we have the four immeasurables. So how would you, Talk, yes. you know, immeasurable joy. Om mudita ahum, mudita, you know, yeah. and mudita. Uh, uh, well, you know, that seems to be something transcendent joy. And what yes. I what I want to say in this is that when we we have this heaven focused morality and purification of the will that happens in you know lay not your treasures up on earth where moth and rust and corrupt, you know, corrupt and thieves break and steal, but lay your yes. treasures up in heaven where no such thing occurs. You're like, yeah, but we don't, you know, we could totally fall off one side of a cliff there. That's a, that's a potential big yeah. boo-boo. Up in heaven yeah. makes me yeah. real Ooh. nervous because I don't know but, where the hell but, that is. But the idea of trying to do actions of mind, speech, and body that are coterminous with that trajectory that we can't even really imagine that they're somehow tied up with that does make, if it's, if it's on, it does make for a deeper joy here. Like, I mean, and I think a person has to taste that. Like this spiritual stuff is not for the hereafter per se. It, it actually is, is changing the being into some we're being changed well what i so, hope is true is that there's a consistency of that sort of deeper joy wherein here correlation quote here unquote mm-hmm. would no longer be the appropriate way to describe this place wherein the <laughs> the name of this place would no longer be here as opposed to as opposed to there you know what i mean here and there as opposed to yeah as opposed to over there there that place that other place as opposed to (laughs) yeah as opposed to up up there you know which sounds like out there um i and i i hope i hope i hope that's what heaven is i hope which the christian teachers are very careful as when we speak of the nature of mind in Buddhism to not allow 
for a geographic compression or something like some kind of place that yeah. they're very, I didn't know how else <laughs> to say it. Like, yeah. like, Oh no, it's a place. Like, no, 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 no. So, or, right. so is heaven up? Oh, is it to the left or to the, no, it's not findable like that. It's not an object like that. I'm like, but wait a minute. Mm-hmm. But, but you do say that there's like, there are beings and they, and they have a physicality. There is some physical. So, so it does. It 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 is not that it's without yeah. place. So it you know, and then and then and and so so begins the debate. But certainly there, it's it's it's. I think sometimes Buddhism and some even Hindu uh, friends I have, I think think that the Christianity, for good reason, has a kind of very limited, rather silly take on heaven. When 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 you go to the teachings. It's clear that they're very careful to disassociate the notion of heaven from place, from a specific. Oh, and I feel so sad whenever you, when you meet a, a Westerner who has turned to some limited form of Buddhism because they want to get out of this heaven and hell business, and they just haven't read deeply like, enough. To know <laughs> wait a minute, that. that's everywhere. Lama Zippelis, my oh well, so much for weight. I was I'm running from you. that. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be okay. tough. Sorry. Just wait a minute. Buddha yeah. talked about hell realms. Yep, I'm sorry he did. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love the way it was presented to us. The idea that mm-hmm. that heaven and hell were sort of only in your mind, sort of, sort of. which is overstating <laughs> it, it is, right? But... but that they are only states of mind, which is warmer, warmer, but um, still problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And right. Because so is that's fine. And it's accurate. But only in so much as you understand that the same is true of Tuscaloosa. And, um, and so and that somehow that proves heaven. That now you know that there is such a place because the question of what sorts of places could exist is only a question about the malleability of the mind yeah and the mind is as malleable as uh, as it as it gets it seems like that also you can't get a lot more malleable than mine mm. and uh, and alongside that i don't know if it's even a right uh the the orderliness um that that malleability operates within in the sense that oh yeah that there's just such a deep order within the way in which the concept of karmic seeds was presented to me. Right. Well, now that I would say is a sort of a, if that's true, then that's, that's harder to establish, but, but speaks more towards a path than it does that the place we can establish that such a place could exist, whether or not one could navigate there with intention is certainly an important next question, but isn't necessarily established merely through the malleability of mind. Yeah, uh, what it takes yeah. to bend our mind into one shape or another yeah. um, is is certainly the critical next question. That, alas, I uh, continue to spend my life on, and, um, and and yeah, and how well am I? What am I doing again? What am I doing? And it's such a such an embarrassing question to ask aloud because it's not like I don't have things to do, and it's not like I don't. Mm-hmm do things am i doing enough if i want that result 
if I want that result in this life and see it's so problematic. Like if I want a chance to transcend this life in this life, um, it, it just sounds like gobbledygook. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and yet I think, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's my fantasy, but I, but am I, how seriously do I take it? I don't know. Am I taking it seriously enough that I could possibly achieve it in this life? I, it pushes not, two not, thoughts. Into, not this week. It pushes two thoughts into my mind. When I think of heaven, I think that there will be a more beautiful manifestation of the correlative nature of love and seeds and unfolding and causality. And then I think to myself, my man, that is doing, that is limiting mudita or maitri or karuna or upeksha. You're limiting, uh -huh. you're, you're measuring the immeasurable when you put those strictures upon it. Yeah, but it's those laws that are going to allow me to see it, right? I think so, maybe. And then my mind wants to go to the cross and to Jesus and to the redemptive nature and the twinkling of an eyeness of forgiveness and mercy that, of course, from some enlightened perspective uh -huh. may look causal, but from uh -huh. my ignorance appears yeah, entirely right. so that the only way I was able yeah. to do with the burden of the law and teaching of karmic seeds and the orderliness yeah. underlying everything and my impossible ability of getting in line with that and even knowing if I ever could be was to uh, feel like I was forgiven by my creator ahead of time almost. That, that, that there's some faith in being held in mercy in my effort to be merciful. There's some faith of being held in forgiveness by my paltry efforts to be forgiving. There's some faith, faith that does some of that work that seems so beyond human scope and effort and ability, you know, so. Um, I do, I do, and I, and I'm very much attracted to this idea that the the limitations in me, um, portals. <laughs> are, oh God, I wasn't oh, going to say that. That's sorry, nice. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, that's fine. No, that's, that's fine. fine. It's it's nice, but no, I, I mean that the limitations in me are so subtle and and you know uh, uh, hard to see uh, uh, labyrinthine uh, <laughs> labyrinthine and, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah like uh, for me to uh, for me to navigate them without help you know for, yeah. forget it yeah um that i would need help you know my fear of course then the fear comes up that in the at least the classical framing of Christian thought, I shouldn't say classical or, but like popular, the popular, yeah. yeah, framing of Christianity, um, is that that buys me a ticket just after I die, and that 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 makes me very nervous. What's strange is that nervous. in the way it manifests for me when someone is born anew into the spirit of yeah. God, into this living relationship in with the living god their actions are so kind like when there's an authentic uh -huh. that it's almost as uh -huh. if the the will is activated to love 
in its understanding, in its, its, in it, the perception of its own helplessness. It doesn't lead to a catatonic or a kind of uh, froze, like uh, I'm, I'm saved. I'm now it can, and it has, and it does, and it will. <laughs> but it seems to me, and golly, I touch this with, with kid gloves an authentic mystical experience <laughs> seems to present itself uh, in uh, shrouded in the cloak of humility and, and in this new energy to love. Uh, that's what I've seen. And that's, uh, um, and of course it ebbs and flows. It's not like a clear upward thing, like whoop, I'm born again, or I'm, 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 you know, there's a constant need, you know, and there's also that, that the perception of Christian is like, that is an event that happened 30 years ago. And aren't you hanging a lot of, aren't you putting a lot on that one event? You yeah. know, and I, I just, maybe there's, it's so overwhelming that, you know, I don't know. Oh well, yeah, I guess I don't see, <laughs> I mean, look, that, you know, describes my life to some extent. Uh, me too. I, I mean, I chose me too. And, yeah, I was right. say, Gee, I'm, I'm talking I, about myself. I did just have that thought. I'm glad you said it because I was kind of nervous. I was like, oh, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm not like those people. It's like a very Pharisee moment, right? <laughs> oh, that's me. Yeah, like of course my the 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 fantasy, the dream, the ideal is to somehow imperturbably re-experience that dawning of awakeness anew in each moment. And uh, in a sort of gentle acceptance of it, not in a way that you run around having to disturb your friends about, but um, that for you that it's happening anew in every moment. And, um, and that I don't see... I don't see how anything else could suffice uh, but to be able to turn again in each moment to rebirth, to stepping into a world that is utterly unexpected anew yeah. in each moment. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, St. John of the Cross and what are more sort of passive purifications of attachment to a lesser joy, if you will, he kind of gets into this, um, like, um, the desire somehow, yes, it's important that we had that experience. We, it's good. You had that experience, Kevin. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. um, please don't try to recapitulate it. You see that, that wouldn't work because you, you're going to go deeper. What you thought, everything's going to be continually outshined by the, yeah, somehow he gets into this yeah. whew, real nakedness of spirit. I really like that term, this kind of spiritual nudity. Mm-hmm. And but so much not never in a turning away from the sensual, but a transformation of it into something uh, pure and deeper and more sustaining and more awesome. So, uh, yeah. The eight worldly thoughts, man. Yeah. How do you? How do you? How does one? How does one share this uh, with? Uh, how do we talk about the kind of tougher teachings in the light of twenty first century? Where I just think everything's 
I don't know, a little more tender or we're a little more tender with each other. And, and I think we're all a little more maybe anxious or afraid. I don't know if that's the case, but, but it seems like we can't just give those teachings like, boom, you know, we can't just, or to ourselves or to other, it has to be a lot of care taken around presenting them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know yeah. you, I know you yeah. feel, you know, um, I do, I do. I do. I don't know that I take enough care or that I'm cautious enough or that I, but I, I do care. I do want to be that careful. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I find that I can't, I don't know. It's been very hard teaching for me again. Like going back to teaching again has been hard in some ways that I didn't expect. Mm. Um, mm. I uh, I think I imagined teaching to a different audience, mm. um, and uh, and everyone is anew in each moment, and and you have to be so sensitive to who is with you, and um, yeah, and really find a way to be earnest as a I have to um, as a co seeker. No, yeah, a, yeah, through, yeah. But humility yeah. can do that pretty, pretty, a lot of the work of it. And within yeah. that sobriety, also, the extent to which we think or may have put these eight worldly thoughts into our lives and the joy that has come from it is also part of a tea. Without it being fake or anything, if there can be like, well, what nectar has been taken from these teachings? And it's like, those ones for me? That's, those are hot. I mean, those teachings are like, ooh, I, I honestly, it, those understanding, I have had a harder time understanding that. And I believe I've gleaned a lot of spiritual benefit by thinking on those things. Thinking on those eight worldly it has, has been of great benefit to me in my life. I hope that there's an answer that the answer is something like when we get something that we want uh let our eyes not to be closed let our eyes not be closed to the thing that we already had that was better and when we don't get what we want let our eyes not be closed to the thing that we still have and cannot lose and and when we feel ill and when we feel well and when we become known and when we are not known and when we are spoken of well and spoken of ill that there is this thing that there is this soft chocolate chip cookie center <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that is always sweet uh and and to turn our mind toward any lesser thing well and, um, and saint john would be like yeah that's that sweet center is is available and it is not available when we are attached to feeling good and attached to not feeling yeah, good it right. simply yeah. is not available to a heart that is doing that it's scientific yeah. it is it is i i suspect and that's, that's tough right. because it's like right. whoa yeah. so i've I mean, we're talking relating to everything yeah. from the how you re, one yeah. receives the warmth of the fire and a yeah. touch of my wife's hand and a little drag off a cigarette and a and a 
and a and a yeah. beer with my wife where we sit down on the thing and yeah. well to what end this pleasure my man and a, and a, and a yeah. clean home that's you know brimming with you know to what end my man and a clean like it it's so difficult <laughs> it's so pervasive the extent yeah. to which i take joy in a in quite a limited fashion frankly yes. and without much sense of telos or end or trajectory, if you will. Let's not say telos or end, but uh, at least with some sense of uh, a lightly held, you know, a trajectory, a kind of a to what well, end. Well, my sense is that as we learned early in the practice of meditation, it's it's impossible or near virtually impossible to decide not to think about monkeys. <laughs> that um, you instead have to th- decide to think about. I think it's monkeys. white monkeys, actually. Um, but anyway, yeah. Is it now? Try, try not to think of white ones. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Go, go. Right. So, so if you want to not think about white think monkeys, about blue. flood your mind with black ones. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. Exactly. So love. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Th- fine. Sure. I mean, to turn, to turn your mind again and again to that transcendent uh, place, which is an opening also towards the unexpected, right? Which of course you have to be careful of because if you think you know where it is, you're turning the mind to go look, it ain't it. Mm. Um, Because you're, it's an openness of what is available and unexpected. I think um, that allows you to partake of this sort of deeper joy. I imagine a, an ananda over a sukha. Mm. Uh, Bliss over happiness, is that way? Fine. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, we could take those translations of those words, you know? Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that there's some sort of a joy. Th- you know, there are two words, whatever. We could set them aside that, like, Unfortunately, English doesn't totally allow mm, for mm. that, so we could just as easily say joy versus transcendent joy. Yeah, I like or, that though, because uh, it uses the same word over. I do like that because it implies a, it, it implies a palette or a, a spectrum or a you know a, a like a, yeah. And uh, but yeah, and of course, Wave right? Length. Of course, I have I, I I'm I'm weary of that. Of, I'm yeah, like also yeah, yeah. like oh, is it is it too dangerous to relate them too directly to one another? Um, because is is basing the higher one on the first one a limitation that could limit you from achieving the higher one right but i was pushing towards they have something to do with each other by talking right right. they do seem to come on man like yeah yeah, is it not going too far to say they have nothing to do with each other i mean (laughs) i I think so (laughs) i think they have something to do with one another you know wouldn't it be nice in fact if um, yeah, if the nice things that happen in your life, that it would be nice not to get overly excited about are a blessing, a kindness, a gift, a suggestion that is but a pale shadow of this higher joy, but still a grace, a blessing upon us that we may be guided towards what is way better than that. So I'm, you know, so, okay, so my car breaks down. And uh, I need to change, uh, get a flat tire, and I, 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 with joy 
and kind of an equanimity, you know, just kind of go out and fix the tire. Uh, to what end? Uh, just just to feel good about being here and not pushy. And I just want to be in a good mood when I come home to my wife. And I want my mind to stay clear so I can just have a good life. You know, I just want to, and it doesn't feel good when I, um, you know, change the tire kind of grumpy and like, why did this happen? You know, how annoying and who put the nail on the thing and what the hell and how come they don't ever, the kids don't pick up their nails from the dry and I got a thing and, you know, and all the stuff that can be instead of just sort of, oh, now I've got to do this. But it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, transcendent equanimity? Did you, Upeksha? The one of the, wait a minute, buddy. Like, again, for the Buddha and for Lord Jesus Christ, where you aim the gun of action of body, speech, and mind is extremely important. It, it just is. They, there's a way in which you're, we're being asked, yes, of course we want to go home and be in an even state of mind. So we can be present for our family. Why? You know, you know, it's like always there's this is but and then the danger is like making that too taut. Like like you were saying at the beginning of this, like, yeah, trajectory. And yeah, but but that has to also be done, I don't know what I want to say in moderation or just with oh it's <laughs> With a sort of certain lightness, you know, I don't know. Um, and sometimes it, it just, it, 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 it feels so impossible to, to straddle both worlds and that there's some way in which that very straddling is, is, is so tied up with my ignorance and the very need to straddle yeah. in the first place. Just awake in the moment. This is my dear Asha, my mother-in-law. The art of mystic relaxation, you're already in heaven. And I would kick against the goads. Yes. I'd kick, ag I'd kick yeah. against that. I'd kick against it. Right. And then I'd feel her living it. And I'd kick against it. And I wouldn't... I think I have this inkling that, the, that there's something that in that story is that um, we are in heaven and we don't... We don't have to straddle both worlds because what we've been experiencing all along is but this faintest sliver of that heaven. And when we fully embrace that heaven, this is wholly contained that the ups and downs that we're experiencing, they're, they're there. They are contained within this heaven. But it, it's such a small, it's such a fleetingly small bite to take of this feast and and when you can partake of of a, when you have the capacity to partake of this greater heaven you don't have to straddle anything it's right there it is we well said and and that seems to be pushing much of what you know in sufism or in buddha american style like you're already a buddha you're already enlightened you just uh -huh. have to real your realize your true nature yeah, but there, you just have to realize, yeah, okay, so I maybe we're setting up a, okay, I am a Buddha, I'm not a Buddha, but in both positions, I still have to just realize something, 
<laughs> there's something I have to yeah. understand. Can we can we can yes. we meet in that room before we meet in the room yes. of you're already in heaven? You're and I'm like, well, it's really hard for me to hear someone say I'm already in heaven when they've paid off their house when there's flowers blooming yeah. in front of them and when they haven't had yeah. health for 80, 88 years. I, it, it, it's just, it, it, okay. I, I feel you, but like we've been eating meal after meal while a quarter of the earth doesn't get to do this. So how fun has it really been? Ha ha how? Yes. So I don't, I just feel so reticent. I just feel so sad when I hear that teaching, it doesn't lift my heart. Yeah. You're already a Buddha. No, I'm not. I and I'm clearly not to myself. Like I, 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 I want to almost be like, oh, I am so. Not- I, I can tell by how angry I am at you. Say that, <laughs> that you must be wrong. It's like really, it's a, it becomes immediately apparent when I have a teaching about me being already in heaven. Ah, I am. Well, it sucks here. <laughs> That's funny, man. But um, yeah, but now it feels more like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, made in the image of God. Yeah, and also have not realized the potential of that image, have not cleaned, cleaned that mirror so that I can look into the mirror of self and see God. Yeah, well, what's the difference? I am God? Well, great, and I can't see it, or whether I'm not God, then I need to be, it's the same. For all intents and purposes, they are pretty similar. Like maybe they're not as yeah. different, and it's just a matter of kind of a almost like what is needed for the practitioner in any at any given time yeah. for the person on their on their journey into into love, whatever is needed to to move that along. It might be very helpful at a certain point, right, to think I'm a, I'm already a Buddha. Oh, I need to just relax into my life and see everything is uh-huh. awakened, coming toward all the sorrow, all of it is all of it is part of this beautiful lila. Oh, it's a Krishna Leela. Yes. Oh, it's Radha. Radha is feeling sorrow at being separate from Krishna. And oh, I'm just separate yeah. from my beloved. And that feeling of separation is a sacred thing because the fact that I feel separate means that there's something to love and to become one. You know, it's just like there's so many ways to, you know, to feel this. If you could wholly embrace that teaching, it would be if true. Right? And it, and maybe yeah. some really beautiful stuff would happen because it seems to have happened yeah. for a lot of people yeah. that beautiful stuff comes from that way of being, frankly. Uh, and yeah. I, mean, I, but it doesn't seem to be that they were a a bank manager and a, you know a, a, an interesting looking you know enigmatic hobo passed them on the street and told them they were already enlightened and suddenly. <laughs> They they were. I, I'm not aware that that is generally how it's gone. I'm not aware of a story that goes quite that. My Treyas comes close, it. but it's not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There tends to be a process. There tends to be right. This is great. There ten Master Asanga. It t- seems to have gone through a process. <laughs> seems to be that there's a process, and and you know to bookend a little bit. I do think yeah. that that an intelligent part of the process is, is likely um, trying a little bit, you know, to act like you did this morning um, the way you think or hope that you would act if you were sitting in the goal, 
even knowing you're not with a when with an inner nod towards not sitting in the sitting goal, in the goal what would i do here if i were in the goal what would i how would i relate to this person oh it's lovely and then adding the the parenthetical statement of like oh i know i'm not perceiving what the goal i mean understanding the limited nature of my limited mind's ability to construct a, a, an, an infinite goal. It's necessarily a, I, this, it may be nonsensical. I may be, you know, mm. f- uh, I am full of shit, but I, <laughs> I, I do feel that um, I feel somehow safer when I say I'm going to act in line with what I hope goal would look like i'm mm-hmm. gonna act in line with what mm-hmm. i hope i would look mm-hmm. like if i rather than what i think it would oh, look like oh that's great and i don't know why that i feel like that protects me somehow from something but i but i'm so confident that i don't know and i'm so confident that i i hope i hope it's just a place filled with love in every moment and my conception of what love is i i i suspect and i hope that it's still limited compared to the love that i could experience but i hope that that love that i experience now limited though it may be i hope that that's the thing in my life that is the closest hint Mm -hmm. towards the thing that i am Mm -hmm. i'm hoping to live Mm -hmm. within (laughs) <laughs> the three transcendent supernatural virtues just mentioned on your lips, uh, fa- faith, hope, and love, and how they feed into each other. So maybe that's a place we could pick up. Um, okay. Um, okay. Thank you, dude. Thank you. This uh, this is helpful to me. Me too. Um, I feel, uh, yeah, I'm feeling very supported. Uh, just now supported by you and supported by our time together. And, um, and Monday is a terrible time. Monday, first thing in the morning is a terrible time to meet. And it's just when I need to meet. Yeah. Yeah. For me too. Uh, the world wants to clamor in. I got so many things to do. And it's like, what the hell? My wife mentions it. And it's like, you're so smart and I'm an idiot. And that, but there's something to it, you know. There's something to swimming yeah. upstream a little bit, as yeah. our teacher once told you. Yeah. Know, little upstream swimming, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Gandhi G said, "I don't have time for my hour practice today, so I'd better do two. <laughs> On that note, I love you, bro. <laughs> I love you, dude. I'll talk to you.